The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors, Amazon.com and TeePublic.com. Listeners, beware. Straight from the Mouths of Madness, I'm one of the hosts, Lowdown. With me, as always, is... F.U. Hunter. What's up, uh, just Romero-loving bitches? I'm just going to say that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because we're going <laughs> to... Yep. <laughs> yeah. Romero-loving bitches. Or... Because you know what? We're all Romero-loving bitches. Yeah. And you love fucking zombies? Yeah, I, I, honestly, like, I don't see how you could be a zombie person, someone who enjoys just going through the barrage of zombie movies without loving Romero. Yeah. You know? He, he, look, he tried this small-ass budget, said, fuck it, let's throw it out there. I'm going to make a black-and-white movie. I'm going to have a base from there I am living in, outside of Pittsburgh. Let's try it out. Let's try making a new type of horror-like genre. Mm-hmm. And we get yeah. it. So tonight, on Killer of Filler, we will be discussing... The I'm gonna call it a classic. I'm fucking calling it a classic. It is a classic. Yeah. What's well, a? It was a groundbreaking film. Exactly. It literally. I know, but broke open. How many times I try to say classic and you you jump on my shit? This time, I can fucking say classic. Yes, because it actually is a classic. Yep. yep. Now, do you understand the difference? Yeah. Between what you were trying to call classics. Well, we'll debate this. about that another time. But this one, it's I get not to a say, debate. Classic. Night of the Living Dead. What year was that? 68? Mm, sure, we have a trivia question. Yeah, the 1968 classic Night of the Living Dead by George Romero, written by George Romero and John Russo, who is a fucking cool cat. And Got a zombie a in there. Times. And a zombie in there. Yep. Yes, sir. Uh, versus the 1990 Tom Savini directed, George Romero written I knew you, remake. I, I was waiting for you. I was like, he's going to bring up Savini directed because you have to, man. You have to. Yep. But then Romero wrote the screenplay. Yeah. For Night of the Living Dead. Yep. And then the, oh boy, the Whoa. 2006 yeah. remake, um, Night of the Living Dead 3D. Uh, I'm going to say starring Sid Haig. I don't give a fuck who directed it. Is so, he yeah, starring or just appearing in multiple scenes, Sid He Haig. was the only actor of note in that film. Yeah. But that happens sometimes with movies where uh, and they're on the cover, even though they're not technically the main star. That's why anybody went to see it. That's that's it. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, this is a, another three-part killer filler because had to include 2007's remake because, you know, uh It fits in under that umbrella. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it also builds, sets up pretty much the whole story with Night of the Living Dead where Romero, you know, they had changed the title mm-hmm. and so the rights got all fucked up mm-hmm. and it became public domain. So... Any asswipe can take it's, it's like the number one and make used... their own version, in which we get Night of the Living Dead 3D. Exactly. Where Romero had no involvement, where at least with Savini's, again, he was like, he was produced, he was a producer on it and the screenplay writer. Yeah. So at least Romero was involved. And obviously, Savini's relationship with Romero prior to him oh, directing yeah, it. I mean, hey, uh, you cool with this, man? Yeah. Is this Not cool? only am I cool with it. I'll help write that bitch. Exactly. Like, yeah. And I'll throw some coin your way. 
Throw, yep. a, co throw a coin to your director. That's right. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, this Night of the Dead is the most widely used movie playing in any horror movie just because of... Well, that's the thing is that this fuck-up, I think, is what helped... Obviously, it made us... That's why libraries had copies of Night of the Living Dead that you could rent out of the yeah. library. Like, well, I mean, when it came out, it definitely had a, a build-up because there was some fucking crazy shit going on there. You didn't mm -hmm. have happening in horror movies at that time. Mm -hmm. It's all about... Black lead? Yeah, black lead. Woman just, lead? Just some of the hardcore kill, you know, scenes of people being killed. You Eden. didn't really have that. Mm -hmm. You had supernatural kind of like, you know, whatever. But then you had pretty much where this fuck-up Anybody anywhere could watch it. You could play it on any station because you mm -hmm. didn't have to pay the fucking rights. So it was an easy Halloween time movie to show. Mm -hmm. So you started building all these generations of of, of fans. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And yeah. Uh, yeah, we're not really going to take. I mean, we'll, we we just mentioned some stuff That's about saying, like Night of Living Dead. I mean, I mean, come on, guys. Everybody's like, seen it. Everybody's seen it. Uh, if you haven't, fuck. What are you doing? What are you doing? Watch it. Watch all three. See, I said three. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go. After day, I mean, if you want to, there's some fun kills and land, but after that, oof. It's a flight, diary, and survival. survival. It? Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, the 1990 remake, we're going to get to talk about some of the differences between these films. So, the 90 remake was basically like almost shot for shot uh, with the addition of, um, you know, you got Bill Mosley to play uh, Ben. Yeah. You know, which was fun. Uh, the graphics got better, <laughs> clearly, because Savini. And that's, yeah, I mean. So, I know he did do some work on the, but he didn't do all the special effects, I don't think. Because he was trying to direct and do special effects, but I think he did have help. Yeah, he had he had help, but I'm pretty sure, I mean. I like, mean, I think he designed it, but he relied on other people to kind of like for the execution. Yeah. I remember he had a lot of issues with the filming of this movie, like over budget, stuff like that. Like, it, apparently it was a nightmare, because, you know, he talked about it in Smoke and Mirrors, the, 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 oh, yeah, the, the documentary. documentary, yeah, where like it was just like it was a nightmare to make this film. What well, it almost seemed like Romero went to him to direct it because Romero kind of you know wanted to take advantage of now all this ability to have a budget, special effects go into this oh, original they, vision. They even re released the 68 version in color, which I gotta say, Ooh, not uh, good, yeah, not good. Which is funny because I mean, it came out when mo a lot most movies were in color. And yeah, but it's the difference. It was, a, it was a way to get away with it, a la, even you know, a more recent example, Clerks, stuff like that. Yeah. Where just the film stock is so much cheaper. It's cheaper, but there, is, there are certain things you have to wear for it to look good in black and white. Yeah. So when you put that same thing in color, you're like, oh, oh, no. Yeah, like no, no. no yeah, bad fashion choices. Yeah, but, no, I watched that <laughs> once, and I go back to the black and white. <laughs> but uh, you know, we have up and coming Tony Todd in the '90s remake. Um, I do like. I, not like, but I actually love this about the Zavini remake is Barbara is not this fucking whiny oh, little man. crying chick. Like, I get it. It was a six. It was still sixty eight. You know, it was risky enough having like a black lead in the sixties. Four years after the civil rights movement, basically, the, the, the main part of the main chunk of the civil rights movement. Yeah. Let alone. Oh, now you have a you have a woman. Yeah. Come out with a badass too. Oh, you can't double down. Not in the sixties. Now this, you've got still got the badass black lead. But now you've got this chick who's like G.I. Janeing the fuck out of this movie, yeah, too. It, it, like, it kind of fucks with you because the beginning of the remake, she is following the same beats, like the freaking really, out. No, because well, when she at, fights at the, the zombie at the fucking at the cemetery, she goes starts going ham on his ass. The barber in the original just kind of gets up and runs away. She's like 
fighting him off, stabbing him with shit. Yeah, like, I guess. I just didn't feel like until she got to the house. That's no, that's when it when amps she, up. Yeah. yeah, when that zombie falls and then she grabs the fucking poker. Then she's like, "Fuck this noise! I'm 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 taking this right bitch over the out. fucking head." Bam. Yeah. Done. Me, well, now, also, meanwhile, Tony and Todd's uh, character, uh, um, Ben, I take, took out like four at that point, but still. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> now that's like. They're so similar, like, where we just talked about how Barbara, from OG to the remake, there's a pretty big difference. She becomes a badass bitch, OG Barbara, fucking cries a lot, and then, Screaming gets, and, then gets killed yeah. by the oh, zombie version of the thing. That's the other thing 68 had. It, it not only it had Barbara losing her shit in the 68 version, and a black man slapped a white woman yeah, he did. in a movie. Like, bitch, calm down. You're but like, like, whoa. Romero was like, no, nah, man, we're doing this. We're in. Like, but holy the, shit. the... The Ben and the OG and Ben and this one are very, are like, Tony Todd does a good job. So they're just, they're pretty close. I, I wouldn't say there's a lot they're of difference. They're close. I would say that. Except Tony, Tony Todd has a lot more action scenes when he's fucking taking out some There's a lot more action in this whole movie. But yes, his character specifically does have a lot more action scenes. And Tony Todd's Ben, and I think it's because it's the way it was written, is way more over the top. Hardcore as shit, man. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, the when band was very Cooper, subdued in... Uh, he goes off of Cooper, he's just like, oh, fuck your shit up. Like, he's not like, listen, pal. Yeah. I'm done with your shit. Hey, buddy. He's like, hey. fuck with me again. Fuck with me again. Like, yeah. It's, but yeah. it's Tony Todd saying that shit, so you're like, <laughs> back the fuck but This off. was his first big, really big role in horror, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. 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 Because two years later, he did Candyman, but this was like the main... This was the main one. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, so... But yeah, his character way more aggressive, way more over the top. Where he was very much like, now nah, listen here, buddy, and yeah, a partner in the. Which I feel bad, version, like you know. But he was, he was, he they white, they whitewashed him. They whitewashed well, he him. He was, wait, he was able to show anger, but he just didn't. That actor just didn't have that command of that kind of voice mm-hmm. that you were like, like, like the Tony Todd Ben. You don't fuck with him. No, you don't fuck with him. No, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> It was like after the first initial influx of the house in the '90s uh, remake, where like he like runs outside and then he's just like, "God damn you!" as he's like looking at the sky. Yeah, he's basically like Stella ing damning God. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like Stella, God damn you! Like it's like what the fuck? It's just what, so over the top. Now I'll say this: one thing they fixed in the remake that irritated me about the OG is how they shotgun blast a gas tank. And then the fire would start. And in this one, they shotgun blast and kind of instantaneous have the explosion happen. Mm-hmm. Um, that that kind of fixed it. Because it mm-hmm. always bothered me, the OG, then shotgun blast, but that's not what starts the explosion. It's the torch that falls and then starts the chain. This one, instantaneous explosion. <laughs> As it should happen, yeah. you're going to fucking take a shotgun. And of course, in the remake, they don't have Ben. They have uh, the couple, the kids or whatever fucking trying to fill up the gas tank. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Guess what? Hey, guys, just word of advice. Don't use a shotgun to try to break a lock on a gas tank. No. There you go. No. Yeah. No, or don't do not do a lot of things that the 06 (laughs) film... Oh, God. Yeah, that... All right. So they completely, like, just went all white with this film. Oh, the the oh seven. Yeah, the oh yeah. six. It was completely just. Ooh. Yeah, man. Like, like I mean, completely. Like, no, they're the bed. Sid Haig. Sid Haig's the most skin mel- melatonin you got. Yep. A uh, melanin. Yep. Excuse me, not melatonin. Mel- melanin. Um. Yeah. Like Sid Haig is the only one that even has a tan, basically, in this film. And oh, they decided. 
we're not gonna really follow much at all of the OG one besides some character names. That's now, about the closest. I remember it, it and there being zombies in it. I remember there the beginning. Okay, you know, starts out obviously the same way. Uh, everything's just updated now. There's cell phone. There's a couple cell phones shown. There's a, um, you know, a Mini Cooper, you know, car, whatever, yada yada yada. They go into a cemetery, but now it's not the mom; it's the aunt. They changed that. Yeah, it's just something oh. they could bring the mom in as a zombie. And Barbara so, notices her brother getting killed from across the fucking field. Like, I'd easily be attacked. I'm like, really? Like, oh shit, what's happening over there? Yeah. Like. Doesn't have the same impact as mm -hmm. standing at the gravesite and being attacked. Like, no, literally, like, oh, shit, what's happening over there? What a weak fucking way to start the movie. Weak as shit. Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, and then she gets attacked by her mom, and then she runs away. And... Is this the mom with the sunglasses? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Zombies love sunglasses? I don't know. Hey, you know what I thought was funny, though, is when she's running, she does fall once, and she takes the time to rip her skirt. Yeah. I guess to show some, like panty badge and thigh but then like she doesn't take the heels off yeah she still keeps running you realize running in heels is probably more detrimental than having a slim fit skirt on i never knew anybody could run slower than the og barbara in night of the living dead mm. but this actress really worked to try to run but make it the slowest running possible mm -hmm. like i yeah I yeah. that irritates the shit out of me when it happens. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, you know, like you're you're not running. I can walk faster than that shit. Come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, God, the the fucking oh. acting in this. Oh, oh the writing. Oh. The acting. The writing. This it was it was oh and because like when I mean, you see Sid Haig for like five minutes at the beginning, he's running. A, he runs at, what a funeral home, and there's like a naked, like fat dude chewing down on a priest. Just randomly. It looked like he's wearing like one of those uh, skin outfits. It doesn't look like like he, they didn't even just like, like all right, we're gonna put prosthetics on this naked dude. It looks like he's wearing one of those flesh colored like suits, but he's fat as shit. It's like, <laughs> does really this is how we're starting? Oh, oh yeah. And then Sid Hay gets attacked by uh, like well he's he, he, she ends up going into the actual mortuary mortuary and there's just like tons of bodies. Yeah. Like he found out later he just couldn't. Stop piling bodies because, because of his dad dying a couple years prior, mm -hmm. he just can't seem to cremate all these bodies. He's in charge of cremating, so he's just, you know, you know how sometimes you have work and you pile it up. You're like, I'll get to it, but this is what he did. But with human bodies, he just, I'll, I'll get to it when I get to it. He's yeah. piling them up. Oh, and, but no, he's good at That's the embalming. That's not how that works, by the way. Why he can't just stay there for you? Know, come on, he's, he's good at the embalming. He just can't. He just can't do the fire. Oh, fire! You said fire. Can't do the fire. Yeah. Oh, you didn't when know. He's we were, the story, I bet you didn't know we weren't licensed. Yeah. Nah. When he's telling the story about how he doesn't like fire because of his his daddy, um, yeah. literally character right <laughs> after that lights a cigarette using a lighter. The little flame from the lighter scares Sid Haig. That's how much he doesn't like fire. Is that a flame coming out of a lighter is too intense for him? Mm -hmm. Like oh, like he and then, jumps. And then like towards the end of the film, when his he's been keeping his dad alive as a zombie. Um, when when she sets his dad on fire, he stands there and, and does the uh, a couple times. You mean as he, he watches like, the small flame on his dad's arm? Yeah, oh God, that was up, so and bad. And he keeps staring at it, and you're like, you probably should do something. And then, and then you blink, and they're like, all right, get, set the guy on fire, and we'll, we'll yeah, make so it. Like, hey, it's like set little on fire. Flame. 
It's like little flame. Yeah, baby flame. Engulfed in flames. Yeah. Because yeah. it was like, you got like three shots of the baby flame before it starts. I'm like, really? That's not how fire works. Yeah. The best way I can describe, by the way, this this Night of the Living Dead 3D is is if you had Tommy Wiseau direct this. Like, uh, just yeah. no responsibility yeah. for following a plot. Characters that's making really sense. Good. Yeah. That's, that's because there's a scene once everybody starts to figure out about the zombies where this dude goes over and his friend's passed out and he goes, hey man, are you dead? Are you dead, man? Hey, are you dead? What the <laughs> fuck do you mean, are you dead? That's not how you... Are you a zombie, bro? Hey, bro, are you a zombie? Cause, would, would you answer? Would yeah. You, would, you, would you answer? Yeah, no. No. That's no. not that. And, no. Oh, wait. That's what was missing from the OG Night of Living Dead. Funny stoner. God damn it. I knew oh, we were missing no, something. See, what, what, was, what was fucked up is um, they added so much depth to the, the, the turning into the zombie thing. Apparently, you can be dead for a while now, but still like talk and be coherent and not go right to being zombie. Remember, because you're on the couch... And they're like, oh, you're freezing, yada, yada, yada. And Sid Haig's like, oh, yeah, he's, he's probably been dead for a little while now. Like, oh, that fucking works. Oh, they test that at the very end, too, where I guess our sword, our white bed, Yeah, mm. after they, def- you know, defeat Sid Haig, mm. and they've made it, they did it, and he goes, oh, my, something's, my chest is bothered. Oh, shit, I've been stabbed. With a crowbar. And he realizes, wait. Tire I iron, must, excuse me. Yeah, a tire iron. I must be dead. He doesn't notice being stabbed till a tire iron like a cartoon where you look down and go oh shit something has penetrated my body and he turns around and there's the back part of the fucking tire iron iron. like Like, oh that's what's been bothering me oh wait a second i must be dead and then she shoots him because he turns immediately once he realizes once he realizes once he knows that it's sticking out his back too it's then, like, oh shit, I must be a zombie. Really? Then, really? But then she just stands there. You know. Oh, it's, you mean after she kills him? Yeah. Yeah. Or she stands there, the zombies come out. She forgot how to use her legs. Uh, yeah. she, they're like, oh shit, they're coming at me. Ah, oh, shit, they're coming at me. No. Well, uh, shit, they're coming oh, at they're, me? They're right here. Oh, fuck. Ah, uh, shit, they're coming at me. I'm sorry. I'm going to keep repeating because that's the amount of time she, she could have run away. Yes. <laughs> but her brain just kept thinking that. No, and she just... Goes to it does goes to a horrible still of the zombie re, of the yeah. zombies reaching out in three D. Oh god, three D shot, bro. Oh no. Did we mention? Oh. Yes, again, this is not the Living Dead three D. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't believe it came out in theaters. No. But I guess if you have a spare set of three D glasses, and there must be an option on the DVD or something to watch in three D. But mm-hmm. at some points, they really, really try to hit you with this is a really awesome three D part. But the rest of the movie is not in 3D. This is a really awesome 3D part. But the rest of the movie, like where they pull out a gun and shoot it, and they slow motion the bullet. So if you put your glass on real quick, the bullet sort of looks like it's in 3D. This is worse than the 3D choices made for Friday the 13th Part Three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like like yeah. miles. At least worse. that had like a stupid looking eye coming at you, and like the, yeah, the, you the a couple popcorn, times a couple, you a had couple the, eyes because you eyes, have yeah you had the yeah. hobo with the eye, yeah, the head squeeze eye, yep. yeah. But then you had the popcorn, you had the yo yo. Like, yeah. I mean, this was just it was terrible. Oh, uh, and then you, oh, oh, what was it? Then you had a uh, what was it? The the dude who uh, I guess was the father figure of the house was like didn't want to call the cops because apparently that in this at the house they're at in this one they grow weed. Yeah. He's like, we don't... But this isn't the house. This movie doesn't take place at one setting. Mm-hmm. It's multiple settings and the mm-hmm. characters run into each other. Really fucking entertaining the shit out of me, by Remember, the way. 
when the when the when the when the dead come back to life, you call the cops. That's what. Where's the wisdom from Jethro? Yep, yep. His name wasn't Jethro, folks. I'm just saying he was about as intelligent as a Jethro. Was he wearing overalls? He was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah. This was. Now I will say initially I had hopes for it because uh, the the I think the special effects makeup was good. Honestly, I'll give it that. The zomb- I think the zombies like when she like finishes the phone call cussing out fucking um, uh, Johnny. Yeah. And then she should make a fucking noise like a dumbass. Uh, she looks up and there's like almost like a Dr. Tongue-esque style where like half the face is ripped off. Like the effects on the zombies I but thought were good. Thing, that looked like a mask. That looked like a really well-detailed mask because it doesn't move around. It look it, like it looks, it, it's a mask. That's what uh, I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You give them props, but I looked at it. Nothing moves around. That's not makeup. That's a fucking shitty, like a mask that they put on somebody. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really. I didn't. Is there a level that, between yeah. practical and like digital mask effects? I didn't know that, but that's what that looks like. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Mm. There is no budget in this movie. Oh God, no, no. This thing was. Woo. Like we noticed that as soon as it went from. So the the movie starts out with like the scene of the opening scene of Night of the Living Dead, and then it pans out and it's on the TV, and then you actually see our main characters basically doing the intro to Night of the Living Dead, driving by, and. It's at a gas station where the movie's being played, and this title card from Night of the Dead comes out of the TV. There's a 3D float oh, God. to the door of the gas station where you see the door to the car that's there is wide open, and the gas pump handles on the ground like something dramatic happened. And Ugh. oh, it's all over with, folks. And then it goes from the OG title card font of Night of the Living Dead to this horrible. Microsoft Word, Windows yeah. 95. Transforming fucking call. Oh, dude. No time. Oh, remember if you took like 3D effect on Windows 95, like like Word, because Word... You, oh, yeah, you, yeah, like, yeah. I know you, what you're talking about, yeah. Dude, it was fucking terrible. Yeah. Well, the end was even worse. That that still shot of the zombies reaching out to her, and then it goes, and then it stops, goes, and then she screams, three. and then it just... That image just gets smaller and smaller and smaller. They go back to the black and white footage from the original Night of the Living Dead, yeah. and the title credits roll. And if you go far enough... There's some shitty mid two thousands fucking pop rock song that plays. Yeah, no, Dude, I, I didn't. It go, was I. I, uh, I. I saw credits and that was by accident. Yeah, I, I, like, that you were doing something else. Where I was watching it, it was a stop button, and I and instead of hitting the stop button, I hit the actual cursor. Yeah. To move the to move the movie forward, and I was like, oh god, why? Yeah. Why? Like I never need to watch this pile of shit again. But this, this is a fucking this is, like I said. This is the indicate this this is the bad point of them not getting the rights set up correctly is that for all the exposure and the ability to see the original anywhere anytime because you why would you ever watch this you also leave this open for somebody like to take that movie and bastardize the shit out of it and there's nothing you can do about it because you don't know the rights so you can make night of the living dead 3d and nobody can do anything about it yeah at first i tried to say you know tits were nice but no, she got her, like her face fucking bitten off, and like you never saw that. Yep. Like what the fuck? Oh yeah, because the the I guess teenagers or whatever like that that we had in the original, they introduced us to them here, but very very briefly, as in, hey look, there's the kids that have the same names. I can't mm-hmm. think of the kids' names, mm-hmm. but they're like here they are. Oh, they just want to fuck and, and they're dead. Like like yeah, yeah. there's there's no other That's introduction it. besides. Yeah, they had the same names as the kids that were in the OG. Because yep. throughout the movie, 
the Night of the Living Dead's playing on TVs and stuff like that. So, yeah, just to remind you. They're trying to be meta. Yeah. Fuck that. They, the one stoner guy even said, like, oh, I cursed this man. Curse this. What are you talking about? Shouldn't we watch the movie, man? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck this filler piece of shit. <laughs> I think there's still some positives to say about the 90s. And that's what I was going to say. Yeah. This is kind of... I think we had this happen with... Uh, Fuck Piranha, mm. right? Remember, because there's that middle Piranha film, that the middle film that the, the it was TV fucking one. just yeah. terrible. Yeah. It was, a, yeah. and we were just like, whatever. Uh, this is kind of the same way for me as in this 2000, the the mm. 3D one. Nah, fuck that. I don't give yeah. a shit. I don't ever need to watch it again. Like it's it's a punishment movie if someone wants to make you know. <laughs> no, dude, you should totally check it out, man. Yeah, yeah, Give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. No. but I'll give it up, man. I, you know, I love the the original, and I have an appreciation for the remake. I don't know. I, I definitely, I could watch either one, and I'm happy. There is that feeling of watching the original that it's the original. I and, will always prioritize 68. Yeah. Like, I mean, and that's I'm what just I'm being honest, but, like, if I already watched that, you know, throughout the year, and I'm like, I don't know, I could watch Night Living Dead. And it's like five months later, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'll watch, I'll watch Savini's. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's, I, you know, I, I, I wouldn't, because I'll, I'll watch Night Limited randomly. To you me, know? it doesn't bring out the reaction of watching, say, the Psycho remake, where the original Psycho, you're like, it's the fucking original Psycho. Nobody really should touch that. I can watch the OG Night Limited Dead and the Savini remake, mm-hmm. and I'm not angered and upset by it, because it's approved by it. Romero. Romero. Yeah. And there's different takes on it. So it's not so- following the same beats. Yeah, the cycle the special was effects, bam, 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 and bam. And it has the special effects of someone that we already appreciated who made Zombies and Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead that at that point, why not trust him to make some kick-ass zombies and retell the story updated and, again, take care of like Barbara that was kind of a throwaway character from the OG and make her this strong, badass bitch. Yeah, yeah. So so there's stuff in there that's like that. But it's hard because it's a classic that I remember watching. I have so many memories of watching Night of the Living Dead. The yeah, no, I guess I always prioritize. If I, like, if I were to watch Night of the Living Dead only once per year, like if that was if I was limited to it, it would be the 68. Yeah. But with having the availability to, like I said, you know, it's, it's a short film. I mean, it's only like 88 minutes, something like that. Yeah. It's hour 28. Watch the original one. And then fuck it, you know. Seven months later, you want to, you want to, you know, you got an urge to watch Night Living Dead again, which is completely normal. And you, well, I'll go with the Savini one this time. Yeah, it's it's, it's like that. Like I will well, always and, watch and, the Romero and they one have first. Two totally switcher up endings. Oh yeah, the that, endings are completely. Which different. And that's I appreciate because you have the fucking tragic fucking OG one where he made it, man. He stayed in the cellar. He's fucking gets over there and they get shot. You're like, yeah. fuck. And then in the in the remake, he comes out of the cellar, but he died. He fucking died from the wounds. But yep. then asshole Cooper, who in the original gets killed by Ben, mm-hmm. survived just to be fucking shot in the fucking head by Barbara. So like, <laughs> yeah. and I like that. He's like, hey, hey, hey I'm back. We're here. I survived. No. No, you didn't, motherfucker. Well, the you, other we you have, look like a zombie to me, motherfucker. We have Barbara surviving this one. Yeah, Barbara so surviving I mean, you know. and taking out the not zombie. Exactly. Yeah. 
So, so was, there's a lot there to really enjoy. You know what a big thing missing in, the, in this one? I would say that the big thing with the 90s one that is missing, and I think one of the reasons why I, A, because it was completely a Romero thing, and another reason outside of like growing up with it, why I would prioritize 68, obviously, and, um, would be the incorporation of the outside world. Constant breaks to watch the news. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, because it goes from the, the newsroom to out in the field where they're talking about, yeah, you got to shoot him in the head. You know, you got to. I don't remember that in the 90s one. Yeah, I don't remember that. Remember really. when we watched TV? And, uh, and, uh, so, There's a short segment that they have a TV But it's report. like continuously through the, the original movie where yeah. it's like, you know, newsroom, newsroom, out in the field where you got a bunch of rednecks basically like killing them. Oh, it's great. You know, we just shoot them in the head. Yeah, you really, but you got to shoot them in the head. That's the, yeah. uh, that's the only way they're going to die. Yeah, you got to, you just got to right between the eyes, you know, because like that's who ended up showing up to kill Ben at the end of the original one was the people that are on there that, you know, they're r- running around rounding up fucking bodies, right? Yeah. They're shooting them all and burning them. And you got to shoot them in the head and then you got to burn them. Like that whole aspect and the government aspect of it. Like chemical being released because yeah. they mentioned that on the radio in the original one. There's all these little snippets that are inserted throughout the entire original '68 film that add to this add this element of fear. Yeah, that I do not remember seeing, or I don't remember that in the '90s uh, Savini. Yeah, I think it was at that point. It's more like he was just going with the character's world and not the, the outside isolation, world. Exactly. Yeah. So again, another reason why it's good because they did make a remake where they they made it. A different film because the feel of that's different compared to the feel of the isolation plus the out. It's like the feel of isolation with the outside world to me is more horrifying because you're you're like isolated, but then you're hearing and seeing all these things that are happening. You know what I mean? Or like if you're yeah. completely cut off and isolated, it'd be scary, but then you wouldn't have something else constantly reminding you of how fucked up it is. Does that make sense? Yeah. There's also the rules that Romero kind of developed as he went along in the trilogy that the remake had to kind of follow. Because, mm. you know, the OG, zombie picks up a rock, fucking bashes the window. The little girl kills her mom with that fucking shovel thing, right? Mm-hmm. By the time you get to the night of the, the remake, the, the, yeah. the zombies don't do those things. And it's the rules that were set up after night with dawn and day that said, okay, less zombies picking up rocks, less zombies using weapons, mm-hmm. more yeah. tearing flesh with their teeth and ripping people apart. You know, so Savini kind of stayed with what had become the new role with zombies mm-hmm. that Romero, again, he's developing as he's going with the OG. Yeah, so, they were ghouls. They weren't yeah. zombies. So you, you, get, you get a little nod in the remake when the mom gets killed that the blood splatter goes on that little shovel hanging on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Shit, yeah. 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 Fuck. Oh, oh that's another thing that annoyed the shit out of me with the 06 remake. I, I, I got to bring up something else. Like, they... The zombies could func- had a high level of functionality. It seemed like certain ones. Oh like, yeah, Johnny could text, "I'm coming to get you, Barbara." <laughs> no, it said, "Barbara, I'm coming." For yeah, you. but it was for like the the number. I'm like, oh my fucking god, why? Like a zombie could text. You know what I mean? Like just dumb shit like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so stupid. So they went the opposite way of where Savini's like, all right, I'm not gonna. You know, I'm gonna say the rules. This one's like we're not, we're not even just having just throwing rocks and fucking stab people. They're gonna be texting and all doing all kinds of shit. Yeah. We're fucking going the opposite way, motherfucker. Exactly. They're getting smart. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, oh, um, is there anything you wanted to one more anything you wanted to mention about the '90s one 
about a, uh, Mr. Tony Todd and oh, uh, just the scene when he's coming back from the when they go to the gas tank and all that. And I, I'd, I'd seen it years ago. I, it's been a while since I watched it. I forgot how badass he is. He takes out like Jackie Chan style, like I don't know, like eight or nine fucking zombies. Yeah, and I'm talking about like, like slightly push him around. He like does a roll, knocks a couple over, tackles one, karate kicks, fucking elbows. I forgot how much action is in that one <laughs> fucking scene. I was like, like goddamn, Tony. The whole, the whole film, the whole '90s remake is amped up. Oh yeah, it's just level of. Violence, obviously, the, le- the 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 level of action, not just violence, but the action behind the violence, like yeah, you know, that, yeah, that's I was so impressed by that. So I was like, you go, Tony, you <laughs> fucking rock that shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Tony Todd, yeah. So, all right, oh six pile of shit. Yeah, F- fuck that. Punish fuck somebody him. with it. It's a punishment. Yeah, yeah. It's like not what you use for like uh, uh, an enema, but what comes out. Yeah. That's kind of what that is. Yeah, but '90s, I think it's a killer remake. It, it's that's solid. a killer, but it's a good combo where good you combo, can yeah. again you having a party. Two different films. Put Two it both back to back. Yeah, and there's enough differences to just have them both play. Just play the one OG, play the remake. I think they fit perfectly. So yeah, I could agree. I could completely agree with that actually. Yeah, because yeah, they are two different films. You know, and. The reasons I, some of the differences I stated that for me are the reasons why I would always pick the '68, but '90s is a solid, a solid remake. It's uh, it's getting labeled as a killer. Yeah. So hit us up at lowdownbrown.gy at gmail.com and let us know what you think. Have you seen the '90s one? What do you think about Savini's take on it? Romero was apparently behind it. I think he did appreciate that Savini had a different vision with all the lore that had been built on to the zombie mythos up to that point. Um, have you seen the 06 3D one? Oh, oh. did you like it? Uh, did you I, find it in a trash can somewhere and decided to watch it? I I'm all know. for I'm all for horror comedies. This wasn't even funny. Yeah. that's the bad. That's the bad thing. Like, but hey, if you liked it, let us know. Um, also, go to GIPodcast.com. Check out all the other shows on the network. We got something for everybody. While you're there, go to our links tab. Go to Amazon.com. You can purchase all three of these films if you really want to. I'm really talking about the. Oh, six one. Uh, through our link on Amazon.com, you just click the link, log in Amazon, shop like normal. Uh, you can pick up all Romero's fucking zombie movies. You can pick up every movie well, Sabine's ever been involved look, with. There's some Night of Living Dead discs that are dirt cheap. You know, again, everybody releases it, but you can find some really nice uh, collector's editions that have yeah, I got a lot the, uh, of behind the scenes shit. Yeah, look up for it. I got Amazon. the most recent collector's edition up. Unless it's the one that's come out since then, like four years ago. Yeah. I think that's the most recent one. It's like two discs, three discs. It's got the original Night of Anubis uh, cut of the film. Okay. Which is a little janky, but, you know, it's, it's cool to own it. Yeah. You know? And that's what I'm saying. Know. So, yeah. and that, there's a lot of that stuff. There's so many editions of that I think now. Arrow Video put that out? I, th- I think. Yeah, I think, I think it was. they did. But yeah, that's all. I got that off Amazon. So, yeah. Just, uh, like I said, you can buy all the Savini films off of that. You can buy other better Sid Haig movies off <laughs> Amazon. Just make sure to do it through our link. And the link right next to our Amazon link is T Public, and that is where all the shit is, all the merch designs for all the shows under the network. Uh, you can get them on tons of stuff. Uh, shirts, sure. hoodies. The cool weather's coming. Hoodies are prime, sweat, you know, long sleeve shirts, sweatshirts. Um, ho- like I said, we got heavy hoodies, thin hoodies. You want to try uh, it out? Do a little, do a little no. sampling? No, 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 they don't have blankets, right? No, no I don't think so. No. But you want to do a little sampling? Just give them a sticker or some magnets. See how you stickers like it. And you're like, oh shit, 
I like this. Didn't get it on a hoodie. There you Bam. go. Bam. Done and done. And all our spooky designs are up. I think seven total. Yeah. Yeah. It's just spooky only. So um, we appreciate you buying our merch. It'd be rad to see some of you motherfuckers wearing that shit and rocking that shit. That'd be awesome. And until we talk to you again, embrace the madness. Lowdown Brown. Inviting you to check out Geek Some of the Influence, a podcast that pairs booze with conversation with good friends. And a little nerd culture. We get a lot of colorful conversation out of our episodes, but it is here for everyone. No gatekeeping. Always level up everything we do. We'll punch up, never punch down. Exactly. So check out Geeks Under the Influence everywhere you get your podcasts and join us or die. Shut the fuck up, Hobbit. Welcome to GUI Nights. GUI Nights. Yeah, I am Lowdown Brown. With me as always, Mike the Hobbit. This is the tangential side of GUI. This is like so many of those other shows that has the after the show bit mixed with a little bit of Baywatch Nights, so it's a little sexier. It's a little bit after hours. Also while tying it into the previous episode of GUI, so look forward to that too because this comes out the week after the flagship hour-long episode. So make sure to check out GUI Nights, and uh, when you're done, you can go the fuck home. In a world with too many reboots and remakes, two men will stop at nothing to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit and Tondi as they play by their own rules while pitching new takes on some of your favorite and least favorite films and TV shows. What podcast would dare to bring this upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Show. Hey guys, Scotty P here with Smash on your left, and we are the Geek Fathers. That's right, bringing all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So welcome to our world. And as always, join us or cry. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. My name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com.
In a world of blockbuster movies, there's another dimension. The dimension of schlock cinema. Join us at Beautiful Disasters on a journey into the fringe territory of B-movie abandon. We review the flicks that are forgotten or underappreciated to give them a proper place in the annals of celluloid history. I'm the Groots. F.U. Hunter. Your guides at Beautiful Disasters. Come along with us for a fun ride. May, May the, the schlock be with you. you.